Hello and welcome to another episode of the Purpose Pod. Thank you for joining us today. It's another great day, a great day to be alive, a great day to celebrate and to praise that you are here and God has uh, preserved you yet another day, another hour, another minute. And we can go on and on. And here with another week of the Purpose Pod, I have another topic to discuss this week. If you haven't checked out the latest topic that I did last week, I was talking about how the generation, this generation, especially the COVID era generation, was going to look like in about 20 or so or 40 or so years and how important it is to be training our children now to be prepared to lead the future because definitely the future will be looking very different to what you are seeing today and we can't just sit back we need to stand up we need to do something so do check out that episode do also check out the purpose devotionals uh web page where there's written blogs out there i've also begun a youtube channel which i need to uh, continue with but yeah it's great to have you back here today so today um the topic is going to be about you being so it's titled you are the first in your generation to do what you are destined to do so obviously this whole blog this whole segment this everything is called purpose right the reason why i called it purpose is because it says in the bible that before any of our days came to pass our book was already completed which means that everything that happens in our lives is of no surprise to God. So knowing that, we know that he knows and expects and knows what turns we're going to take and he guides us along that blueprint, if you like, um, of what he had destined for us. Now, the reason why I titled this uh, um is because we all come from somewhere. We all come from um, a mentality, a way people think we come from. Maybe we have siblings. Maybe um, we have, uh, we're close to our grandparents or we know more about our generation or people that came before us and that highly influences us today. So that could be the case or that could be you, your first generation person. You never had any ties with your family. Whichever it is, at this moment in time, you have been called by God to do something, to have a purpose. And that may or may not be what you are currently in, but the whole purpose of the expected end is to guide you back to that very purpose. So um, the the scriptures I want to use today actually was uh, the story of Abraham. It was the first story that kind of opens up uh, the Bible as to like a specific, oh, well, probably a character that's remembered along the Bible down the line. And um, I personally really like the story and the, yeah, the lifeline of uh, Abraham, because it, it showed how God really blessed this one person. It showed how God really picked out one person out of many and just changed that whole lineage and changed the history and changed the way people saw that lineage also and it's something that is still remembered to this day um even um down to the new testament where we're called sarah the women are called daughters daughters of sarah you know and so we know say sarah or sarai to start off with was the wife of abraham so the reason why i picked abraham was because abraham was picked out of his family now we know that um abraham's dad was called tira and he had other sons Abraham was the oldest of that son. So Terah had Abraham and then it was Nahor and Haran. Those were his brothers. Now Haran died 
where he was born. But then Abraham and Nahor continued. Now, I just want to read Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. This is God calling Abraham out. This is God telling him, go from the land. Now, just to pause here and think about why would, when God called him, he told him to leave where he was. He didn't tell him, stay where you are, keep doing what you're doing. And yeah, we're just going to work it out. He told him to leave where he was. Now, this could be seen in so many different aspects. It could be seen as where you're currently based, where you're living, your home, or it could actually be your mentality. It could actually be um, where you frequent. It could be your job. Anywhere where you have been an old mentality, an old way of doing things, it could be God calling you and saying, come out, come out from the way you've been doing things, from the way that your siblings have been doing things, from the way your family have been doing things. Being chosen, it's not, people always like the word, yes, I am chosen. But sometimes that could be a journey that's walked alone. Sometimes that could be a journey where it seems like you are the only person that's been called out and everyone else gets to stay in their comfort zone, whereas you get taken out and just worked on and purged. But obviously it works out better because now God gets to just show himself in you and through you, you know? So, um... Yeah. And then verse two, it says, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Now, notes, I just made a note next to this uh, verse because when it says you will be a blessing, it is it shows that the whole purpose of this calling was for you to bless other people. Most people, sometimes we, um, when we pray, we're like, Lord, give me this. Lord, give me that. Lord, I want a car. Lord, I want a new job. Lord, I want to move. I want a better life. I want to get married. But sometimes it's about how we affect other people. Then the blessing will come unto us. And I will try and make a note of this. It says in Isaiah, actually, on, um, how the Lord actually blesses when you bless other people, when you're fasting, when when you're fasting and you're praying, when you pray for other people, when you take other people from darkness, you know, and when you help people get delivered, that's when God turns around and he says, that's when your healing comes. So sometimes it's not about what comes to us. It's about what comes to other people because he says to Abraham, the Lord says to Abraham, you will be, I will make you into a great nation. So when we hear something like that, we're like, great, that sounds great. I'm excited. I want to be a great nation. Yes. You know, no one will pass at that. But, and then he says, I will bless you. Yes. We want the blessings. Come on. Who does not want a blessing? And he says, I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. So it shows the whole purpose of you being blessed, being a great nation is for you to be a blessing unto others. And that is exactly how we impact other people. We are not here for ourselves. So notice that when Abraham was called and Abraham was chosen, it wasn't something that was just God sitting there and saying, you know what, let me see, I've got three boys to um to choose from okay Abraham's oh yeah let me take Abraham it's something to bless others it's a lineage that will bless others it's a lineage that others will look back on and remember and respect and revere and be like wow if God could do it for someone that was so unexpected of his goodness he could do it for anyone and 
notice also, I made a note of this where I said, don't be stuck in traditions. Now, just as part of like a history lesson, um, Na um, Abraham's father, Tira, he was actually um, into idols. So he says in Joshua verse 24, uh, chapter 24, verse 2, Joshua said to all the people, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Long ago, your ancestors, including Terah, the father of Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates River and worshipped other gods. Now, at the beginning, we didn't know that. But look at how the Lord revealed it to Joshua and said that they worshipped other gods. Terah worshipped other gods. Now, according to the law of God, it's basically if your ancestors are doing something that automatically follows the children right? It's the new covenant. It's the covenant of Christ that now we are responsible for our own actions. You know, now we have the grace to be delivered. But back then, that was literally, you know, Abraham's father, he opened that door. He opened that door of worshipping idols, something that the Lord had not purposed for them, all that lineage to be in. But then look how Abraham was still approached by the Lord and called by the Lord to change all of that you know so essentially out of his whole generation he was the first to worship the one and only true God you know and I want to reverse like I want to refer it back to you and say that's that is your case you know you could it could be anyone you know whoever you are listening right now um God could be calling you out of this same mindset attitude that your family has been in or the same circle that your family have been um, turning around, the same um, mountain, so to speak, that your family have been going around. Or we usually do this or this is our tradition or we usually do this on this day and cook this or cook that. Now, there's nothing wrong of, you know, certain traditions, especially if, you know, they're just things that came down the family line. But sometimes you have to also recognize that God calls you out. When he calls you out, you're meant to bring a change. And you're not just bringing a change to yourself, but you're bringing a change to your whole generation. So you're bringing a change to your children, your children's children. And they will remember you. But it's almost like if you see like a whole line, you are the turning point. You are the one instead of going left where everyone else usually goes in your family, you will go right, you know, and follow the Lord wholeheartedly. And look how that really blessed Abraham, because look how God really used him and look how he was remembered through all the generations. You know, it says the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. It doesn't mention anything about his brother Nahor or Haran or anything or even Terah, his father. It mentions him. He had a name renowned, just as the Lord has said. He said, I will make your you into a great nation. I will make your name great. And that exactly happened. But notice that happened when Abraham was willing. Because they said when the Lord called him, then Abraham left. He was obedient. So are you being obedient to what the Lord is calling you to do? Is he calling you out in a place where you see it as uncomfortable? Are you reluctant? Now, you may not see the other side of that coin. You may not see the other side of what if I do actually follow the plans of God and what will happen. But you will never know, right? You will never know unless you try. But I would say, look at the example of Abraham. Do you think it was easy for him to leave his family, his brothers, the place where he grew up in, where his dad was known, where he was known 
and then leave into a place that he didn't even know where he was going. The Lord just said to a place, I will show you. That's full trust in the Lord. That's full trust that whatever the Lord is saying will turn out for my good. Not having been exposed to the Lord initially because his father hadn't hadn't exposed him. His father was worshipping idols. So his father was, if anything, was introducing foreign objects to him, not the one and true God. So Abraham had to make that decision as the first person to be walking with the Lord and essentially change history. And I wanted to make a final point as well, is that Abraham and Sarah, they didn't have children until they were quite along in years. Now, it's possible that um, his brother, his younger brother, had um, children, had children before him. We know that his, um, his other younger brother did because Haran, he died, and but he was the father of Lot. Um, so... We know that. So imagine how Abraham could have felt knowing that his younger brothers, they're they're there settling with their families and they're having children. And yet he's still waiting, but he's still waiting, trusting in the Lord with this promise that the Lord had initially given him. Now, look how it all paid off that trust. He could have looked to the left and said, well, they seem to be doing well. And I I just want to stay in that because it seems to be working for that person. But really separate yourself, separate yourself from that mentality of comparing yourself to either your siblings, your cousins, or anyone else that's come before you. When God chooses you, he's setting out a path that maybe other people in your family mostly has not walked. Example, for me, originally, I'm Congolese. However, I've never grew up in that country, right? But my ancestors and my grandparents and even my parents, they all lived in that country. They grew up there. So I know that I'm a first generation person that will change that and will ultimately change how my children are raised and what they go on to do. So you have to see it as that. Take responsibility that you play a part in your generation. It's not a thing that you're just taking from others. You are now setting the tone to your generation what you want to see changed, what difference, are you going to go full throttle with the Lord, or are you going to be uh, partial, one foot in, one foot out, make the decision, you know, and sometimes those decisions are not the easiest, sometimes they're the most emotional, but at the end of the day, like it did for Abraham, it paid off, because everything the Lord had spoken over his life actually happened, so, um, That was all I wanted to share actually today, just to really call out all of you that have been chosen to really step out, to really walk in faith and to not compare yourself to others. Don't look to the left or don't look to the right. What has God called you to do and are you doing it? Okay, so keep it at the purpose pod, the purpose devotionals. Do check out the website. I will make a note of uh, the scriptures that I use today and I do wish you another blessed week. Take care. Bye.